that matters is that the fans of the show liked it. Last night... Star Trek Picard. She was, without a doubt, the worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Hey, I know it wasn't great, but what right do you have to complain? As a loyal viewer, I feel they owe me. What? They've given you thousands of hours of entertainment for free. What could they possibly owe you? I mean, if anything, you owe them. Worst episode ever. Whoa! Hello, Popheads. Welcome to issue 85 of the TomCast Popcast. And yeah, I'm, I'm firing shots to Star Trek Picard already. Worst episode ever? Maybe not. But uh, yeah, that was the finale. Uh, that was definitely the end of season one of Star Trek Picard. And we're going to be talking about that in depth with my good friend, Mr. Reagan, in just a little bit. But before we do all that, please follow this show on social media, at TomCastPopCast on Twitter, at TomCastPopCast on Instagram. Convenient. They're both the same name now. Email the show, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. And you can head on over to Patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast, where you can join Pophead Nation and hang out with super rad people like the Aspen Hill Chody, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, and the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Now, guys, how are you guys doing? How's everyone holding up during COVID-19? COVID-19 in 2020. There's some kind of weird uh, thing with numbers there. That's pretty fun. All right, like we talked about, we're going to break down... Well, we're going to... I don't know if breakdown is the right word we're going to use. I think I think today is going to be more of an emotional uh, uh, review of, of the season finale of, of episode 10 of Star Trek Picard. Uh, just like episode 9, this is written by Michael Chabon and Akiva Goldsman. And directed once again by Akiva Goldsman. It's the same name as the as the last episode. Uh, I think it's uh, Et in Arcadia Ego, uh, but this is part two. And we sort of talked about the symbolism of that name on the last episode, so I won't get into that too much. Um, I, I, I do want to kind of, before the conversation with Reagan, I did want to kind of talk to you guys a little bit. Uh, just uh, watching this this episode was, was such a strange, surreal experience for me because... You know, you guys know. You listened to the, to our episode nine review, and and, and both Ray and I were pretty, uh, pretty upset and and, and discouraged by, uh, by what happened in episode nine, and and I, and I said it on the show that they dug themselves a really big hole that they had to get out of, um, and I think as I watched the episode, I I, I realized that not only did they, did they dig themselves a hole that they couldn't get out of, um, but I, I they kind of broke me in the process. Because I sat there, and as I watched, uh, not all ridiculous things happen one after the other, but a lot of ridiculous things happen, ludicrous things, and things go unexplained, unanswered, undealt with. Um, I just realized, it was like, well, we, we saw this coming. And so I just kind of sat there uh, in, in a sad silence <laughs> as I watched the episode play out. It, it, the episode does have some good stuff to it. There are some, some high points in the show. Like I said, it's not all bad. It's, but I, I, you know, I think it's fair to say, and, and I'm sure Reagan and I are going to talk about it, but I think we, we definitely had higher ex- ex- expectations for what was going to be the Star Trek Picard series. Um, and I, I, I leave season one uh, a battered, slightly broken man, much like uh, Cristobal Rios. But, uh, 
And we're, we're going to talk about that. So I'm going to get into the conversation with Reagan right now. But uh, yeah, I, again, I'm, I'm sure he and I will, will convey more of our viewing experience with this episode. But it was, oops, sorry, that was my pen. Um, yeah, it was, I, I, it's like I said, it just kind of sat there and it, it sort of rolled off my back like, like water on a duck where I just was like, yeah, this is as bad as we expected it to be because episode nine, you know, pretty much throughout the season, they, they dug themselves in, in, in a bit of a trench, uh, but they were, they were journeying to the center of the earth in nine and they didn't, they didn't have any intention of stopping in 10. So and it's, it's a whole thing. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. I mean, listen, if I could say one silver, one piece of, of, I don't know, silver, I, I, I want silver line is not necessarily the right word here, but if there's one thing you can take away from it, Patrick Stewart's great in the show. I just wish he had competent writers around him for the for the series. But uh, again, we're going to get into that right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this over to the conversation, and I'll check in back in with you guys at the very, very end. And uh, we'll, we'll discuss things a little bit further. All right, here we go. They shut the bed so, so completely. Yeah, it was it was funny. I was uh, I was a little surprised how fried up your brother was too, actually. Both of them. I got a text from uh, Rob this morning. Oh, I didn't hear from Rob yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, was, it, it, he sent me one know, picture of uh, I think her name Jenna from the Office. You're right. Oh, I'm not an Office guy. But like they're showing two pictures, and it's a picture of the last two episodes of Star Trek in a dumpster fire. <laughs> And she heard it just saying, I don't see a difference. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it, 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 it wasn't. Yeah, not great, Bob. Not great. Uh, I, I, I was trying to process my feelings about it because I, 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 I can't say I was too surprised that it was so garbagey. Like, I think I think episode nine last week really broke me. No, I thought. I thought they were going to stick the landing. I was like, oh, they fell, but they set everything up. They're going to do some cool shit, and they're going to forget all about it. And no, they just shit all over themselves for 56 minutes. No, uh, it, you know, it, it reminded me, like, much of my, my complaint uh, about the, the J.J. Star Wars movies is, is like, this, sh- this show lacked a singular vision. You know, like each thing, yeah. each, like they had different people write episodes and then somehow they had to try to figure out how to fit them all together. And in, in a lot of cases, whatever they decided to do, they uh, disserviced a couple characters quite badly. And I I actually feel really bad for the Eleanor character because I thought he had a lot of potential, but they, they totally yeah. ruined him. Seven of nine, too. Seven still had the best parts, some of my favorite parts of the show, but they, they wasted yeah. it in the last episode. Uh-huh. I was like, why is she even here? Why is the board cube? Why 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 was the board cube there? What what the hell? Other than to get seven there, I don't know why the board cube was there. I was hoping that um, Narissa would get a drop on seven, and would you know be monologuing to her, and all of a sudden this little ten you know little thing would come out of the board cube and just shoot her in the neck, and make her a drone like Brian's still you know seven still connected to the cube. Well, the fact she's not a drone at the end of this season really made me angry. Let, let me check my numbers here. Uh, the good news is I thought of 453,000 different ways that show could have been better. 
<laughs> that's it. Hey, that's just that episode. That's just that episode. I know. That's it. <laughs> I'm sure we get, I've been banging my head against it all day being like, that would have been cooler. That would have been I, cooler. Yeah. I mean, every time I thought of something, you know, I was like, okay, if they're going to do these certain things, if they had done it this way, it probably would have worked a lot better. And, and you, you brought up Nerissa already. So, let, I mean, let me just, just I, we talked about it on, on text. She's not dead. No, of course not. She hit her little well, personal transporter and she's beamed somewhere else. But why did Seven just not shoot her? Like, she's been very open about shooting first, shooting last, shooting third. Hey, so a quick technical glitch in the middle of the conversation there. You didn't miss anything, but we're going to pick it right back up where Reagan and I think we left off. Oh, fuck this guy. God damn it. No, stop reading it. Well, I mean, we, we can get into it, but. Uh, I mean, it, it started. He was just like, I watched that counter at Farpoint. Um, I remember being a kid and being like, that's a bad episode. I was like, fuck you. Like, after the shit you just put out, dummy. No. No, and I guess something from scratch, you picked up off of what they built and still fucked up. Well, and not only that, but they 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 kind of tear it down in the process. I mean, Starfleet and the Federation aren't Starfleet and the Federation that we know and love. You know, apparently, you know, like Picard had that line about humans being like uh like violent and awful and all that stuff, and I'm like, wait, but not no no, that's not what Star Trek is. No, we left that behind. Yeah, they I, they clearly don't understand like the core concept of Star Trek. Well, maybe they just went back. Like they, we know they started using money again. Everybody starts smoking again. Apparently, you gotta get that dope. Yeah. So you know, maybe we went back to being just assholes, and bastards. All right. Well, I guess to kind of structure the conversation, uh, that we can kind of hit on, on all of our disappointments yeah. in, in, a, in, a, in an arc. Uh, let's kind of like talk. I guess we'll just break it down by character, right? I mean, how do you, you want to do it that way? Oh well, yeah, this show it started with the the image of the board cube on the beach, a la the Death Star in the last Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. Where it's in the water, and I was like, this board cube is just the perfect metaphor for this show. So much <laughs> promise, and they don't do fuckle with it. No. But now we can go character character. It's just I thought. Oh, it was no, 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 no. I, I agree with you. It's, it's more of a, it's more of my thought that this show just lacked a, a vision. You know, it was just a, a, a ten episodes strung together by a shoelace. You know, the, the connective yeah. tissue is just made up. Um, since since you talked about the board cube, I did like I did sort of like that opening with with seven of nine and with Elnor together, kind of bonding with each other over their situation. Yeah. Um, and and again, it kind of hits home to me that. The Elnor character is the most screwed over character on this show so, so far. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think they were going for like a like a a father son kind of dynamic with him and Picard, like the failed father, you know, and and but I think then they realized it's like, but we're doing that with, with Picard and Soji, so we can't have a father daughter father son thing. So Elnor got the shaft, so they could focus more on the Soji Picard relationship. Yeah, but they. <laughs> I, mean, I guess they tried to build that. I, mean, I didn't feel they had a relationship either. No. Oh, Soji and Picard? Yeah. Not a great one. <laughs> but they did eat pizza together, which is more than we saw them do with Elnor. That's true. And, Wait, and, and I, sort of felt bad for, I sort of felt for the character of Elnor a little bit because, you know, he's out in the space and he's doing stuff and he's he's finally kind of 
away from these nuns, so he's like experiencing things. <laughs> but Picard's basically like ignored him for the last seven episodes. Yeah, until Elnor did his mission pretty early. Like at first opportunity to bail on Picard, he bailed. Oh, I did like the line that he had in, in the episode where he's like, I found a cause more worthless than, than Picard. A cause more worthless than Picard's. But I feel like that character, like, again, suffered from there not being a clear line, a clear storyline through the show. Absolutely. So Elnor got the shaft. Once again, that just blows my mind of how can there not be a clear, what, you know, point A to point B storytelling. Right. Now, how do you think they handled Rafi in this episode? Oh, Rafi's in this episode? <laughs> you know, they again, another character who was kind of used and abused in the first bunch of episodes, they finally get her figured out in episode seven or eight. And then, but, you know, I mean, it's, by then it's kind of like too little too late. Yeah, it, I mean, why the fuck is Rafi? She, she holds Seven's hand, which I was like, have they ever spoken at all on the show? Well, maybe they're getting together now. I, we, don't, I, we don't exactly know how much time has passed since they're since the, the I get, I get. events I unfold was, and they are leaving the planet. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't. You know, I. But yes, once again, like I can spend I three hours it. talking about how bad the end of the show is. Don't we? <laughs> let's not let's not go there just yet. <laughs> I know. I, I, yeah, they don't do anything with her. She, I I can't no she doesn't even come with the with the stupid soccer ball plan. No. She's, she's just, just like oh, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just they don't do a great job. I mean, they uh, maybe not in a way that's earned, but her and Picard at least patch up their relationship. So you, like you kind of feel for her when when what happens at the end happens at the end, and then Elnor and her kind of. Uh, yeah. together. There, there are beats in the episode that aren't terrible. Yeah, but but like we talked about last week, it's just kind of like unearned. Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to rush to get to this point because that Picard brain disease progressed so very fast. Right, 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 right. And uh, I mean, shit. Maybe it's time to get to talk to talk about the elephant in the room on on, on this. But, you know, Picard, after being rescued by Girardi, goes up in space. All of a sudden, he's figured out how to fly the ship, even though two episodes ago he said he couldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, like you said, uh, the, the, they, they do a lame fan service move to the Picard maneuver because they have the magic device that does anything they want it to do, which we haven't even talked about yet and how lame that is. God damn, I hated that so much. I mean, they're they're given a device in episode nine, and you're just you're just you're just in the back of your mind, you're like, this is gonna be some fucking fucked up thing that just fixes everything for them, and it's gonna be amazing. But it was not amazing; it was stupid. So they uh, use it. Rafi and Rios use it to fix the La Serena by magic, <laughs> by closing your eyes and thinking. Like, just hoping that it will happen. The what power the of imagination, Reagan, the power of imagination saves Star Trek. If I was in the writer's room and someone suggested that, I would have been like, you're fired. <laughs> we know what we need. You know what we need? We need a magic device that fixes 
all the problems we made for ourselves. Say I had something in this hand. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey was in the writer's room. Uh, as uh, a fact. God, I wish the show would be much funnier. A lot more. Well, it would explain the cursing. Uh, also, real quick, another character moment when uh, Merrick gets back on the ship and he has another sexually charged moment immediately with his sister. Yes. Yes, like, and she she asked if she's fucked any of the uh, of the substance yet. Yeah, and I was like, gross! Like, what's happening? And then she's like, come <laughs> see my room. It has an ocean view. What the fuck <laughs> are we talking about here? Like, do they know how brothers and sisters talk to each other? No, it's different on Romulus, I guess. I mean, Romulan Pornhub must be a dark, dark site. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Oh, God. Let's not go there. <laughs> I'm blocking that from my browser right now. Well, you brought up Narek. I mean, Narek basically disappears about 30 minutes into the show. Yeah. with one In one of the most baffling fight scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. Because the sensors just mop, mop, mop the floor with them all? Yes. <laughs> this is the planet of Davis. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't yeah. Yeah, uh and the episode plays out so strangely because Girardi and Picard make for the Lost Arena. Meanwhile, Rios and Rafi and Narek, who's now their buddy, have teamed up and they're going to the Sin City and they don't even pass each other. <laughs> yeah, but my thing is why would the Sith let them back in in there? They're going to wipe out all organics. I don't know. My only assumption is they thought Rafi and, and Rios were still their friends or something. And they're kind of like dumb Sins because they have like that childlike uh, before brain or something. I don't know. So to be, they weren't made off of data or lore. They were all made from before. Well, like <sighs> – I, I feel bad, like I'm trying to explain their mess that they created for themselves. Because oh. you're right. No, everything you're saying is 100% right. I'm trying to get in their ma- mind is like why this makes sense when it really doesn't. I just I don't think they cared. Like watching these last two episodes, I'm like, oh, they don't give a fuck. Like that's what's happening. Yeah. Like they want to tell their story. Where spoiler, Picard dies at the end. Yes. Like that's where that's all they wanted to get to. Like they wanted to kill Picard. Well, and, and again, we talked about this last week. You know, as soon as they brought that goddamn golem on, I think you, oh, me, yeah. and everybody else who's paying attention knew what was going to happen. But again, just like bringing the Borg cube onto the planet and then never using it for anything remotely interesting, it's like if you're going to do this, I can think of seventy-five thousand different ways to make it at least more interesting. Yeah, like I wish they had made Picard look older throughout the whole show now, like aged him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when they put him in the golem, he looked physically younger. He'd be like, oh, now I, you know, instead of doing the de-aging bit on him. Just, it's, right. I think it's easier to age somebody up a little. Well, and so so they put they Picard completes his mission. He He's able to talk Soji into making the right choice to not destroy humanity, and they send the the. Uh, and by the way, why does all futuristic AI that becomes sentient just become like tentacles? Why is that a thing? Like, why was the Matrix happening? <laughs> but so Picard fulfills what he's trying to do, and then he gets beamed back down to the planet where he has a 
final moment with his crew, his new crew, before he passes away. Um, and then he wakes up in the Gollum body. But there, there's a scene before, but we'll talk about the scene before that later. But I'm just... If that's your move, if your plan is to put him in some kind of synthetic body, why aren't you doing it at a point in the story that makes it more relevant to what's going on? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. He should like, have died at, like, episode five. <laughs> yeah, and, and then all of a sudden... Five because, episodes, you know. Well, because we, we talked about it last week. I mean, at least if he was, by the middle of the episode, if he got put, put in that body, then all of a sudden he's a better advocate for synthetics and organics to get along because he's kind of like the bridge. Which is not something I'm fond of, but at least it makes more sense for the story. Uh, but honestly, they could have done that, and he could have been like the locutus of synthetics now. Okay, so hold on. Federation, and that would have tied so much shit in that they've already brought up on this show. Hold on, let me throw something else at you, all right? Let's, let's reel this back in for a second, okay? <laughs> Remember the line when, when, you know, Picard's up on his high horse and he's like, I'm going to teach these synthetics, blah, 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 blah. And he has that kind of line is like um, something along the lines of like they don't they, they've only had two old hermits as, as an example of what life is and no one taught them how to live a life. Right. And then later we find out that Data's like, mind is in that giant flux capacitor looking thing. Yeah. So why didn't he put him? In the Gollum body, so that he could teach the sense how to live a life. I never even thought about that. I don't know. Why <laughs> wouldn't they take a new body? I'm like, wait. They could have brought back Data to lead the new sense because he's actually lived a life. He's now a, the best example of what synthetic life can be. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just make him a new body? You don't even have to have like all that data transfer bullshit. No, and uh, uh, by the way, I misspoke. I said flux capacitor, but I meant Mr. Fusion. He looked like he was a Mr. Fusion. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, the top uh, of the DeLorean. Uh, that's part two, part two. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I knew what you meant. So, yeah, I thought about that later today. And I was like, wait a second. Why didn't Data just get transferred into the Gollum? This kid's going to listen to him right off the bat. Maybe that's the, the point, though. He would have stole Picard's yeah. Thunder. I don't know. They would have just listened to Data. But I also would have been fine with Data just being evil also. Or not evil, but just like, you know what? I lived amongst synthetics. I've outgrown you. Well, Me and my poor right. lord are going to crush you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's start, since, since, we're, since we're talking about Data, we should talk about, about his, his role in this episode. He does have a role to play when Picard dies, and they're in like that weird – I don't know what the hell they called it, like matrixy thing or something. His, it was a study. How they get them there is odd and weird and whatever, but I really like the scene. I, I liked it too, and I was like, Picard still doesn't say he loves Data. Like he doesn't say the words. He gets. He, they say if they get there though, and, and Data kind of, you know, Data admits that he kind of you know, knows I and understands the goddamn words because <laughs> they made such a big deal out of it. And then Picard was like, "Nope, I said I love you to someone last episode." Fuck off. Well, so we get we have that nice scene before Picard wakes up in his golem body, and and while you know, but before that, though, Data asks him to erase to end his life because that's that's the full experience of 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 life is to have an end point, which which is something that this show's kind of been hinting at all along. Um, yeah, but 
And okay, sorry. So that, that transitions to the scene where Picard's basically pulling the plug on Data, and Data's like laying down on his couch with his cool little jacket on. And, and, and again, cold. I really like that scene, like Data's death scene. But it made me feel like this entire show was designed to, to fix there. Data's death at the end of Nemesis. Yeah, which Data had a great death at Nemesis. I thought so too. It was the ultimate sacrifice that truly made him human is he put his life or sacrificed his life for another. Which is another reason why I thought him coming back made the most sense in a Star Trek way because it's like, oh, this is like the search for Spock now. Yeah. But they decided, like, no, 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 you can't steal Picard's thunder. <laughs> now Picard has a robot body and they don't even have it souped up for him. He can't do anything cool. I was hoping he would be like strong and shit. I know. Like, how cool would it be next ep- next season? He starts catching punches and breaking dudes' f- hands. Yeah. It, it's like, it's if you're a body, you make it cool. I know. I'd be like, are you kidding? You gave me a synthetic body, and it's like a piece of shit that's going <laughs> to die in 20 years? Yeah, it's like, oh, but to make you more human, we gave you a limp. What? <laughs> I was like, what a waste this is. And it, again, they, they gave him like a, 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 a humanish lifespan. And it's like, okay, cool. So he's going to rock that for two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to watch him die again in two years. Right. Yeah, exactly. You're going to watch this all happen again. I, was like, I don't know how, why I have to keep watching Patrick Stewart die. Like, again, and I don't understand why they decided to do that. Like, like Picard fulfilled his, his, his obligation to Soji and, and, and to humanity and the Federation one more time. And they and they just was like no no we'll just put you in this thing because why the show has to go on yeah I don't understand <laughs> what's the threat like what what mission are they leaving on at the end of this episode they're joining the Fenris oh. Rangers <laughs> are they I don't know or are they just going to rise at a bang because everybody coupled up except for Eleanor and Picard well maybe they coupled up we don't know that's a See, that's the dark Romulan Pornhub I was talking about. Again. There it is again. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I I, mean, I, like I said, I can go on about this Gollum thing for hours. I mean, there's just so much to kind of pick at with it. And, and like I said, make it actually relevant to the story that he had to be – if you're going to put Picard in the thing, make it make be important to the story you're telling, not as just like an afterthought. Because you grave, you you decided to bring up Picard's illness and his his impending death, and this is your way to get out of it. It's, it's just another MacGuffin. You know what would have been great if they just kept having his illness affect him. I don't know throughout the whole goddamn show. I, again, another thing that I thought they were going for when they when they first brought it, I was like, oh, this will be the end of the show. This will finally catch up with them. Yeah, and that's that. that. And then what? Episode eight. Like, nothing bothers him until then. I don't know. Maybe being on the Borg cube shook it loose and freaked him out. <laughs> that must be what it was. See, I'm tired uh, of fixing bullshit, Shabon. I 100% agree with you on that. Uh, but, but like I said, again, this is an episode that's easy to tear apart. But there are little moments. I like I said, I did like the data stuff a lot. The, those like kind of hit a nerve for me. That hit a, hit hit the feels for me. I mean, we haven't talked about my favorite thing from this episode. Well, we we're just about to, and that would be yeah. your favorite. Go ahead, say it. Oh, William Riker showing up on the uh, one little thing. He wasn't on the bridge of the new Enterprise. 
really why? annoyed me. I don't right, know. Why, why is Star Trek afraid of the Enterprise now all of a sudden, too? I, I don't know. It's a, it, it's a brand new top of the line ship. If he was on the Enterprise G, I would have been like, oh! <laughs> Sorry, I just rubbed my nipples on cam. I forgot you guys can't see at home. <laughs> like, it would have been the best thing in the world. No, and yeah, the 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 enterprise, the new enterprise pulls up. You get on the on the on the on the view screen, and you got Riker, you got Worf, and you got LaForge, and that way you complete the trifecta. And maybe Doctor Crusher too, just to fill it all in. Who's the first officer? Worf's the first officer. Well, I thought the rumor was Worf's the captain of the Enterprise, right? Isn't that the rumor? Oh, maybe. Oh shit! Well, I got to turn this alarm off. <sighs> That would have been, oh, so Riker kicked him out of his own chair? Oh. Well. If Warp, yeah, but, I mean, he, but he's, not, but he's not on the Enterprise. He kicked someone else out of his chair. I know. And again, this has been going around the internet all day, too, and I, it bears mentioning. Why are all the ships the same? Cheaper. Ugh. Boring. Why? I mean, look at all the Romulan ships. None of them look different. Like, even in, like, I know you're watching Deep Space Nine. Think about those battles. Jim Hadar ships, Breen ships. Yeah. Dominion ships, Kardashian ships. Klingon ships. Yeah. And then on the other side, Klingon, Romulan, Federation, and a million different kinds of Klingon and Federation ships. I mean, the Federation alone has, like, what, uh, a dozen different classes of starship at this point? Not anymore, apparently. No, they're like, no, no, we like cookie cutter. Let's do this. Like, I know it's cheaper. I know why they did it. Like, they spent money other places. It was just... It was very noticeable that, oh, we're trying to save money on this scene. Don't show me so many ships then. Apparently, they had to have 218 to match the the Warbirds. You can only do a one-to-one ratio for anything. I would have loved it better if it was just, like, 35 Federation ships showed up. And like your government's crippled, do you really want to risk a war? And you know, then you could have Worf on the bridge of the Enterprise, Riker on the bridge of whatever ship he's on, and then Jordy commanded his own ship. And they can have a four, you know, PTI talk screen. <laughs> I think that's I think that's highly questionable. Or pardon the inter- no uh, around the horn. The one. Yeah, around the horn. Around the horn, that's the one. Jesus. Uh, but I, yeah, the, the Riker scenes are great. It is really cool. He says Talshier As, which is funny. I enjoyed that. But wait, uh, so uh, what is? They, sorry, go ahead. When they show the front of the bridge, like Riker's yeah. view, there's no helmsman and no one at ops at two. Sta- there's two stations in front of him. They are not occupied by people, and it bothered me. I'd have to rewatch the scene. I don't recall, but I, I, I can see that being weird. I was like, why? Why make stations there if you're not going to put actors or what just put Maybe a dummy? That's, that's just the replicator. It's... Oh, okay. <laughs> They're just more chairs for Riker to sit in when he gets bored. Boom! Fixed it. Replicator station. <laughs> It's a uh, it's a uh, Riker's uh, new pizza oven for the for the ship. I was gonna say, is it a pizza oven? And a, you know, a beer tap. I did enjoy his line about like, what do you think I was gonna stay home and make pizza all day? Yeah, I, I was like, lean into it, Riker. Yeah, I would have liked it if you know he had come in. All right, for let 
can we get to O for a second? Because what yes. the fuck is up with O? Like, oh, she's terrible. How many plans do you have to commit, commit genocide, by the way? Yeah. Why does it take you so long to say the word fire? Fire. Fire. <laughs> fire. 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 Like, Jesus Agreed. Christ. Are you – like, as I'm watching it live, I'm thinking, all right. It, like, she's like, all right, ready? Aim. Everybody cool? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> And what's that over there? Like, and just the fact that she gives up on this thing that she set her whole life to and just flies away, mind-boggling to me. Well, the next part of that was mind-boggling to me as well. It's like they, the Romulans all leave, and then so does the Federation. And it was like, well, what if they come back? I know. That's, I thought that too. I was like, like just O shows up. Boom. Photon torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. hey. I, and maybe that was the flaw in, in O's uh, decision process there. It was like, oh, we have to uh, uh, scour the entire planet. Like, no, just aim for the one place where they are. You'll be fine. You know what? When you get out of war, let's just go crazy. Let's just start firing at shit. <laughs> what what did we've you been waiting 10,000 years for this. Like, uh. it's our birthday. Let's make this shit happen. <laughs> make it rain. Right, like, are we really waiting to fire coordinate? Like, let's just go crazy. Yeah, I know. Narek promised last episode they were going to rain fire. They didn't rain shit. No, they, they blow up some stupid-ass flowers. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, that space battle. Before the Federation arrives, we have, like, the ten space flowers the, the synthetics have left, and then a bunch of... Uh, like, I think they I don't got know, up to like holographic Las Arenas. God damn it, that was stupid. It was a dumb battle, right? Like, what are we, what are we looking at here, folks? Yeah, real dumb. Real Lazy dumb. dumb. And and sloppy too. Like, it didn't even look that good. I mean, like graphically speaking, it, it was fine. It, it was pretty to look at, but like you couldn't follow the action. No, because all the flowers just. Expanded so and had tentacles that would just smash into ships. Oh, they love tentacles on this show. Oh, yeah. Well, I did read something that out of the portal when the tentacles come, so I was like, that looks a lot like the pro Pike encounters when he's in the I, time. I, I read the same I, thing, and it, I was like, oh no, it is control. It's control. I don't, I don't want them to do that. Why did they but that's just me. Like, they made the portal, right? Or did the beacon make the portal that the thing was coming through? I'm assuming the beacon made the portal because apparently, like, once it got closed, they're like, "Oh shit, let's go back." Because uh, apparently, these higher synthetics can't open their own portals into the galaxies and stuff like that. Yeah, and also she was like, "It'll be almost instantaneously that they'll be here." That took fucking forever to those. And three arms came through. That's it. That's not instantaneously. No, and it's it's it doesn't pay off at all. Because I thought it would have been much cooler if at least one of these higher synthetic life forms came through, and they had to like maybe the, that would have been a good time for the Federation to show up and actually do something. Like, oh shit, let's kill that thing. I, I really thought it was going to be an on your left moment with right, you know, with the Federation coming. I didn't know it was going to be Riker. Right. But like. 
I thought it was really going to look bad. Uh, fuck, such a letdown. Like the the only the the biggest silver lining out of that sequence, and again, the way it kind of plays out, no, just surrendering. Like I'm not thrilled about, but I was glad that it didn't devolve into some giant space battle. You know that it was still enough of a Star Trek show that it was like, oh, well, they still sort of neg- not necessarily negotiated, but they were like, this isn't worth battling over. Like we'll we'll co- we'll go and come back another day or whatever. Like, what are they talking about? Not, this is it. Like, this is your moment to stop your stupid missions. Again, that's why I, I, I agree with you on the O thing. I mean, it should have been like a suicide mission at that point. And just like, you know, crash a warbird into the planet at this point. And, and even if another Romulan ship blew her out of the sky and was like, we're leaving now. Right. I would have accepted or, that. Or the how fact- about... Or how about if the real Romulan Star Empire were to show me, like, hey, we know what you're fucking doing, and we don't like it. Tomalak! Tomalak shows up. Oh, Shut it down. Mind if Tomalak showed up, I would have been like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, let me ask you this question, because I, I couldn't remember it, and I, I didn't have a chance to, to look it up online. But right, uh, Real quick, you know who it should have been to save him for the Romulans? That chick Romulan from Nemesis. It would have tied it all together. That that comes to save Picard then too. Oh, what about the Denise Carosby uh, lookalike? Uh, her, you know, uh, she has to have been killed by some Romulan somewhere. <laughs> after she failed during the Klingon Civil War, there's no way she survived after that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry, Tasha Yar's daughter. You're you're toast. Though that would have been that might have been too much fan servicey, but it would like I said, if the yeah. because we still don't really understand the state of the Romulan Empire, it might have been nice if they showed up and be like, "Hey, what the fuck? Those are our ships. We, we don't want them back." Apparently they're fine because they can just spare two hundred and eighteen ships to send to one planet. And, and, and since I brought it since, being cut alive on priest planets, I don't. I'm really annoyed that we don't know much more about the state of the Roman Empire after 10 episodes of the show. I'm still just as confused about their place in the galaxy. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll go to it. Maybe they'll actually let Picard's helpers like have a story because they're Tal Shiar in the comics, right? Yeah. So maybe somebody will come after them and like Picard will have to come rescue them or something. I don't think Picard's ever going back to Earth, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> All right, maybe I – mean, I know we were texting last night. Maybe it can be my – you know, they go to avenge Alexander's murder with Worf, and that's how they get Worf in the show. The sons maybe. of Mo unite. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, the blacklist is on. Hey, do you think it would have been more interesting if uh, – Probably. And, and, <laughs> if instead of like the sort of – happy ending that they gave the show where it's like, yay, synthetics are unbanned and are part of the galaxy again. If something kind of went awry where like they stopped the Romulans um, mm-hmm. more or less without, without Starfleet's intervention, like Picard and his own, like they, they figure something out and whatever, and they are able to like maybe use the board cube to kill them all or something. Yeah. But, but because synthetics are still, are still uh, banned and against the law. And now that Picard is one next season's like Picard on the run. That might have been a better show. <laughs> oh, that would have been much cool. <sighs> so they would have had to have they would have brought Riker back in to hunt him 
it's, it's potentially something like that. Like, the, like oh Admiral, God. we have to bring I you in. That. Like, oh my God, that would tear me up on the inside. Oh, it'd tear everyone up on the inside. It'd be so amazing. Oh, and you could do so much good, good shit with that about like how much it hurts Riker to have to do this, but it's his, you know, he swore an oath what he does. Or or Riker quits and goes rogue to aid the captain, and Worf and the crew have to come after them. That's how you bring Worf in as the the law abiding member of the Federation. I mean, Jadzia changed Worf though. <laughs> Like old Worf pre Jadzia, definitely. If, Post Jadzia. If Picard were, were any other man, he would kill him where he stands. <laughs> That's right. First contact, baby. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel like I have so many better ideas for this show than they have for it, and it really bothers me. Yeah, because where are they going next season? Fenris. Like- I would love to know more about Fenris. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't know. There's just going to be a jolly band of, of, I don't know, whatever the hells they are. Like the A-team in space? You know, that's the Federation. Like, right? You, like, yeah, you texted you, me that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. But I just feel like you could have played so much. If <sighs> So much of the show feels like a pilot episode. It's like, oh, now we know who everyone is, so we can move forward. But it's like, but you aren't moving forward in any way that's really all that interesting. I would have loved a cliffhanger at the end of this episode. Yeah. Well, like I said, like all of a sudden, Picard has to go on the run. Like, that that's a great lead-in for next season. Yeah. Oh, real quick nitpick. When Picard starts flying the ship with Girardi. Yeah. He looks at him and says, make it so. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. How but, does she know that line? Did she watch the episodes uh, with us? <laughs> oh, no. But I was like, nobody says that. No. <laughs> no, Fuck I was. Episode. There, there, uh, there was some fan service in that show that was so good, and some of it was so clumsy and just yeah. shoehorned well, in there. The shit with Girardi, the Picard maneuver, the make it so. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, how does she know about the Picard maneuver? No idea. Like, did they make a TV movie about it at some point? I would love to watch it. <laughs> like, do they make maneuvers like that? <laughs> movies like that? of Just like famous maneuvers? I, yeah, they must. I still think I can think of that makes any sense. So there's so, like, it's just so many bizarre things in this show. What, what about um, – what about the Sung child? Obviously, our plans of it being lore are derailed. Yeah, because once again, went the whole season, lore never mentioned. In nope. an episode about synthetic life. No lore. And data and family is never mentioned. Nope. So, Huge waste. Uh, I thought his turn to good was really weird and random. And I'm like... He's just here to move shit along just like Girardi is because Girardi yeah. just flip-flops back and forth whatever moves the story along fastest. Yeah, 100% with Girardi. And, and the, the Sung thing, yeah, it seemed to kind of come out of nowhere. I, I can kind of see it uh, uh, to an extent um, why he's pissed at Sutra for, for killing Saga. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. But – and then, you know, Sutra's on her power trip, 
and is getting ready to uh, exterminate the organics, and he just presses a button on his remote control and shuts her down. Yeah, I was like, oh, did he just kill her? <laughs> I was like, whoa, it was that easy, huh? Fuck. <laughs> and once, well, and once she's out of the picture, and it's, and it's all on Soji's shoulders, I mean, you know she's going to make the right choice. It would have been a lot more interesting if Soji's got Sutra on one shoulder and Picard on the other shoulder, and she has to d- decide on her own. Oh, yeah. That would have been 100% more interesting than what we got. Yeah, and uh, you know we didn't even really talk about like uh, Rios and the soccer ball of doom, and then we talked a little bit about that fight and how awful it was. Really thought he was gonna kick it, and I'm upset he didn't kick the soccer ball. He's kicked the soccer ball every time we see him near a soccer ball. No. <laughs> like he sees a soccer ball, he kicks it. That's what he does. I was like, just kick it already. <laughs> I, I, we we have to talk about the thing that's been driving me the most crazy of an episode that's full of things that have driving me crazy. Girardi walking around free at the end of the episode. He has murdered a man. <laughs> no one liked Bruce Maddox. It's still a murder. Is it? Proves I mean, me he was. He was a synthetic. Everyone knows this. Well, we we found out today that they didn't either, they either cut it out or they they didn't film a scene where Narek's being arrested for his yeah. role and everything, which means there at some point there were authorities on the planet. <laughs> that just so makes what so yeah, that so uh, was like, like maybe Picard slipped in some latinum to like take the rap for Maddox's murder too. I don't know. <laughs> like what is going on here? So with the way that they left things, I'm going to be genuinely kind of annoyed if we don't find out if, – if season two doesn't open with her on trial or some kind of thing where we find out she's being released into Picard's custody and she's under some kind of like house arrest with him, I will be annoyed <laughs> that there's no consequences for murder in the 24th century. <laughs> eh, prove she did it. The, the EMH proved she did it. <laughs> They're unreliable. They're just well, you think, bending light. Well, like, you think Rios is uh, going to erase the records for his squish squish? Oh, probably. <laughs> but Picard, the man of high moral character, you'd think he'd be a little bit more like, yo, we have to go back to Starbase 12 and drop you off. That Picard's dead. This is new <laughs> Picard. They can do whatever they want now. New Picard with flexible morals in his programming. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this has been different Picard. He's probably gonna be like trying to just bang all the time. <laughs> What's the name of that thing you put out next to you on Riza? Uh, a Horgon. The Horgon, thank you. Yeah. yeah He's just gonna have this all over the, the Lost Arena now. <laughs> oh my god. I would love it. Like this goes I'd be like, that's so nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> they open season two and the Lost Arena is a, 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 a an orgy ship. It's like a, it's Jeff Goldblum's ship from uh, Ragnarok. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. And like we said, I, the fight with Narissa and Seven was upsetting because I really feel like Seven should have just blown her away. Yeah. Or- and so we know, and Narissa gets kicked off that thing, quote unquote, for Hugh, but he's she's not dead. No, but. What would have been great is if you found out that Seven's still connected as the queen of this cube. She she assimilates Narissa, 
She takes the cube. It just lifts up because it's been regenerating this whole time. And it just goes starts assimilating Romulans. And she's like, this is my new collective. Federation should leave. And she's <laughs> the villain for season two. Like, give me something to go for to, towards season two. No, you don't get it. I, I know. I'll and, take well, anything. Point. Like show, and, like show these Fergie show up and be like, ah, we got money. Like, well, and, and another, another scene that's cut out or or not filmed, depending on who you ask, is uh, that the synthetics invite the XBs to live with them. So now the XBs have a home. But I feel like that was kind of crucial to the story, like because when the episode is like, what happened to the XBs? <laughs> Where were the XBs all episode? Like Narek and the rest are just walking around the Borg cube. We don't see well, Nerek was sneaky. He was sneaky, you know. He has those, the wrestling shoes that uh, Elaine was wearing in Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I can think of his footfalls were so quiet. <laughs> I mean, don't they have sensors on a board cube? I don't know. Maybe they were offline because it was crashed into a part of an ocean. But Picard got them up. He got long range ones up. Why wouldn't he get the other ones up as well? No, he just wanted to check his email. Oh, hey. He, he's like, oh, the new vintage of wine is ready. Let's go back and taste it. Let me talk about that. The Ratatouille is dumb. Oh, apparently uh, Narek washed out of... Uh, right, the, Jad Vash. Did we know that before? Nope. Okay. I was just like, oh, that's at least information, but there why was... am I getting it now? Yeah, there was some information in the episodes. Like, this would have been more handy, you know, like in episode two or three. And like, there that weird campfire scene where they're talking about the about like the whatever the hell they called it, the Ramadan, something. Yeah, the Romulan Judgment Day kind of thing. You know, I was like, well, this is interesting and stuff like that. And I kind of liked his line about how like, to me, it's not mythology, it's history kind of thing. I was like, okay, that's interesting. But again, we're in episode ten, man. Yeah, this is episode six kind of talk we're having right now. Right. Like, like, this should have been way earlier. Way earlier. I don't know why this had to be such a big mystery reveal. It, it feels like for six episodes, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, look at... All right, look. Episode one is okay. We enjoyed it. And then we just kind of shit around Earth for a little bit for like two more episodes. And then like... Moonbeam City, whatever that planet's called, Free Cloud. Free Cloud. <laughs> the next three episodes are great. So there's like four or five great episodes in this season. Well, and talk about or things that don't. <sighs> yeah, and I mean, I, I look, I, I think back to to when we were when we were reviewing the, the other episodes, and and. I, I think we put up with a lot because we expected a payoff. <laughs> and oh, now looking back, we're like, well, shit, maybe that's not a, as good an episode as I thought because 90% of the things they brought up never get delivered on. So much doesn't. Like, I'm upset that, like, they, what's Soji's mission? Yeah. I'm, I'm still not sold on why they had to have, like, the, the, why they kind of had to have, like, amnesia or, like, their memories wiped. They couldn't know that they were synthetics. Yeah. Well, I get at first, but once they're exposed, their secondary protocols should kick in and they should know everything. Yeah. I, I heard one theory that, uh, that you know, maybe Maddox wanted them to just think they were humans so they could live a like normal human life. 
But that seems kind of counterintuitive if you're trying to have them spy at the same time. I don't know, yep. though. <laughs> but again, we, I mean, we've talked about how bad the spycraft is in the show. Yeah, I was going to say, this, this is the show for bad spycraft. It really is. It really, really is. Uh, but I mean, but, 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 I mean talk about things that don't get paid off, though. I mean, beautiful flower. It, it, I was going to say Smiley Flower and, and Captain Crandall and all these names that get dropped that never get picked up again. Uh, it just it just speaks to the kind of like the ramshackle nature of the writing where it's like uh, oh, and your, your mic went out. Can you hear me? I cannot hear you. One second. There you go, I hear something. How about now? Yep, there you are. Okay. We're back in business. Awesome. Okay, hold on. Where, where, where? Yeah. I got things jumping all over the screen right now. Hang on. <laughs> all right, I think we're okay. You can still hear me. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, I forget what I was saying, but yeah, I don't know the the, the Crandall stuff and, and the smiley flower people that we don't meet. It, yeah. it just it's just yeah, it's just like sloppy writing. It's just like they if it felt like they assigned writers certain episodes, and they're like the only connective tissue we need is this. But other than yeah, that, like there, there's nothing to put it together. Like they're yeah. just ill-fitting puzzle pieces. Yeah, like yeah. If they were actually using Borg technology to make these androids, I feel that's much more interesting. I agree with you on that 100%. And I think they're keeping your data locked away in a trash compactor. Yeah. And all he wants to do is die. Like they've sucked the will to live out of data. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm just going to sigh in exasperation. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, let us I feel like we've we've kind of talked about what we liked and what we didn't like for the episode. What um, what are your hopes for season two to get you excited about it? Like the way we were initially before this started. Uh, well, Chavon's leaving, and you said that the guy from Batman Beyond's taking over. Well, he's not. He's not. He's not taking over as the showrunner, but he's he's one of the consulting consulting producers. So is Shabon still running it? No, Shabon's gone. It's All a new right. executive producer, and he's the one who brought in Mark Bernardin. I don't remember the guy's name who's taking it over, but he sounds like more of a Star Trek fan, or a guy who like at least understands Star Trek better than Shabon. Like, Star Trek fan, and he does not get what what's going on. So well, no, like, like I told you last week. I mean, he's. He keeps talking about Spock on the menagerie smiling, and it's like, dude, that's the pilot. <laughs> he's just got zero houred. Like it's, it doesn't count. Apparently, he only watches the pilots of shows. <laughs> that's I don't it. Get it. Yeah, he's crazy. Uh, it's it's just I'm so furious. I'm like, man, he is up there with uh, Benjamin Braga for me right now. Ugh. that's, know, that's but, tough company. I know, like in Star Trek circles, like. You don't get much lower than Braga. No, like, Braga's like persona non grata nowadays for Star Trek. Yeah, well, I mean, 
He's doing fine. He did 24 in Homeland. No, he's no, no. Okay. He, he's still working. It's not like he's, yeah. you know, persona non grata in Hollywood, just in Star Trek. Well, 24 is incredible. Stay tuned. We're going to do a 24 podcast. The oh. show that ended six years ago. You know, it's funny. I was going to talk to you about if you want to do this again for Discovery when it comes back this summer. Yeah. Well, good. I'll, I'll re-up my subscription because CBS, you canceled. Do better. Do better. Do better. I mean, yeah, no. I'll, season and then then cancel it. Like, I'm not a maniac. No, uh, but I'll, I'm going to – I think I'll be canceling mine uh, until until Discovery comes back on. Yeah. Like, I've, I've browsed around there. Like, there are no movies I want to watch that I don't own. Like, I own the Star Trek movies. Yeah. And well, and they're all on ne- those are all on Netflix still, too. Yeah. I mean, but I own them because they were on sale on Apple one day for – Sixty dollars for ten movies, or fifty dollars, thirty dollars, nice. some crazy price, some crazy price for it. Crazy pricing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily have a wish list for what they can do to fix season two. I just want it to be coherent, cohesive, and just generally better storytelling and more Star Trek if it can. I just want to feel something. Like I should yeah. have felt something when Picard died, and I didn't. And well, I no, cried at everything. Oh, sure, but but we again, like like I said, the moment the moment had no impact because you and I called it the week before. You and me and half the country who are watching the show saw this coming a mile away. Well, that's gonna be Picard in there, like one hundred percent. Yeah, though I still like my data idea a lot better, but yeah, we knew it was gonna be Picard. <laughs> well, all right, my hope for season two. Since it's not our Picard, our Picard's dead. I want this Picard to go evil. <laughs> Full goatee. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I want him to try and reverse it. Like, I want him to try and figure out how to put, like, super strength into himself <laughs> and to make himself immortal. Yes. Like, and he it, joined Section 31. Like, the Picard I love is dead as far as I'm concerned. He died sure. on that planet. Sure. Data told me so, and I've always believed Data. He doesn't lie. He's fully functional, too. Yeah, well, I don't know how Mike, he's telling me he's fully functional in this context. Do you, think, uh, do, you think, do you think Picard wanted to ask about other uh, physical enhancements? <laughs> Is it a baguette? That's right, baby. <laughs> Got a French baguette. <laughs> Is that a baguette in your pants, or you're just happy to see me? Uh, Next time he visits Troy, it might be awkward. <laughs> I was thinking about that Romulan bitch when he gets home. Oh, boo. Don't say that. <laughs> they could be a thruple. They could love each other. I'm not saying it's like a cuckold situation. <laughs> Once again, Romulan Pornhub. Check it out. Oh, my God. Your brother's going to have a field day with you saying that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. I think we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess like if if you had to get it like on a scale of one to ten, I mean, where would you put season one of Picard? Uh, it had a lot of ups and it had a lot of downs. It was great to see Picard come back. I loved it. Like <laughs> as, much, <laughs> as much shit as I've just given it the last two episodes. I'm so happy to have Jean-Luc Picard back in the saddle doing shit. Agreed. Agreed. 
Right. And, I mean, good things have come out of it, like Jerry Ryan's in talks to get her own show. Nice. We like that. Uh, you know, Section 31's on the horizon. Now that we've got Franks back into acting, maybe he's like, I want to do a Riker show. I'd be okay with that, too. I'm okay with more Star Trek. Don't get me wrong. Give me more Star Trek. It's fine. Yeah, that, if CBS wants to keep me paying, I need constant Star Trek throughout the year. Yeah, no, I, I kind of feel the same way about uh, about it as you. Is like as many complaints as I had, especially with these last two episodes, I, I kind of sort of still want to give the show like six and a half or seven out of ten. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a, a strong six. Yeah, it's. I mean, so, it's 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 uh, above it's mediocre, but it's not it's not good. It's. It, I mean, it's. I guess it's good, but it ain't great. It's not great. Yeah. But I I enjoyed it. I'm excited for season two, because guess what? There's nowhere to go but up. Can we That's get right. low? No, we're gonna go up. It's gonna get better. They're gonna learn from mistakes. What happens when we fall down, Master Wayne? <laughs> we pick ourselves up. That's right, baby. A little Batman started. action. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. I'll see you for Discovery, I guess, or Section 31, whichever happens first. Oh, we can do Lower Decks, the animated series, too. Oh, no. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. As soon as I heard it was animation, I lost all interest in it completely. You have to watch Clone Wars now because of Ahsoka. And, uh, well, I was going to watch Clone Wars anyway. But I was going to wait till they were all out and then just binge it like I did all of Clonor. <laughs> like, enough of that weak bullshit. This ain't Mandalorian. <laughs> all right, my friend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit uh, stop this recording. <laughs> right. you, you've babbled enough. <laughs> Sorry. I was getting drunk before I got on. Hey, and there you have it, folks. That was my conversation with Reagan, my super, super awesome star trek friend and uh yeah we we had some strong feelings about the way uh the season wrapped up for picard but uh i mean i guess the silver lining is like i and i agree with him we're both just really excited that the show even exists so uh we're suckers for season two already so i guess we just hope it improves because uh we're, we're still gonna watch it i i just hope we don't get to the point where we hate watching Star Trek Picard, and it's just one of those things where, like, we can't quit it because it's such a train wreck that we have to keep watching. I want to believe that season two is going to get better. We talked a little bit about it. it there's a new new showrunner, new executive producer, new consulting producers. Uh, that probably means there's going to be a new writer's room, at least to a fair extent. And so hopefully that will help kind of uh, help write the ship, help write the La Serena for next season. There's a lot of good stuff to build on. They just have to do a better job of paying it off and, and, and delivering on, on you know, actual decent storytelling. It doesn't have to be spectacular. It doesn't have to be amazing. Like, I'm not looking for the next Sopranos, the next Breaking Bad, but just tell me a competent story with a nice beginning, a nice middle, and a nice end that all connect together and make a wonderful, beautiful mosaic of Star Trek Picard. That's all I think we're asking for as, as, as audience. And like I said, we're, we're, we're suckers for this. We're built-in audience. Um, but I guess, the, I guess the big question is much like some of the stuff I've, I've kind of hinted at with discovery is Star Trek not for Star Trek fans anymore. Is this a new kind of Star Trek that's, tr that's trying to bring in a new kind of Star Trek watcher who doesn't know much about the old shows. 
I don't know. I'm 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 trying to fight against that theory. I don't I don't want to believe they're trying to discard the old audience. But eh, who knows? Only time will tell, my friends. Only time will tell. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tomcast Podcast. This was issue 85. Can you believe it? We're almost to 100. Uh, uh, follow the show on social media at Tomcast Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. You can join Pophead Nation at patreon.com forward slash TomcastPopcast. We're going to get all kinds of cool bonus episodes. we got some commentary tracks, and we just launched a new video series where I'm offering... Uh, uh, recommendations and reviews for graphic novels. So that, that's going pretty well so far, and I got a new batch that I'm going to upload for the Patreons uh, in the next couple of days. So they have that to look forward to. And uh, otherwise, please uh, like, subscribe, five-star reviews for this podcast. They go a long way to helping the show uh, grow and expand our audience and get the message out that we're doing doing fun and cool stuff over here. So thank you guys for all all the support and, and taking doing those, giving those five star reviews and, and writing those reviews and, and, and recommendations and making the shares with your with your buds. I truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, so that's it for Star Trek Picard for season one. We'll be back doing season two when that happens, whenever that is. I'm assuming next year, but who knows for sure. Uh, we don't have a specific episode based show coming up. Uh, Reagan asked me what show I was going to do next individually, and I don't have a good answer for him just yet, but. Uh, we'll see what shakes loose, especially over the summertime. Once, uh, once I get my life a little bit back under control from the from the clutches of the San Diego State University, we'll see how it all goes. Uh, but in the meantime, you guys take care of each other. We're, we're all still dealing with with uh, COVID nineteen coronavirus. Uh, stay at home as much as you can. Don't risk yourselves. Don't don't risk others. And uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. And 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 be good to others when when you are out in the world. You know. Social distancing, keep your space, all that good stuff. Otherwise, uh, we're going to wrap it up with, 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 with what we say on the show. Ciao, babes. Worst episode ever. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions! Yeah!